this week's podcast winner was Dazzy J. So thanks for submitting your photo. We got a lot of good photos. A lot of them were from the Franklin and South Manchester layout tour that we did this past weekend, and that was awesome. So it was fun to see those photos again. So thanks, Dazzy. We will be sending you a kit from railroadkits.com. And my daughter just turned on a book with music on it. So enjoy that music. So uh, anyways, Dazzy, you'll be getting a kit from railroadkits.com as well as a couple other goodies from us. And if you want to have a chance to win a kit from railroadkits.com, you can submit this week's photo contest on our pin post or by emailing us at podcast.hoscalecustoms.com a photo of your favorite uh, railroad line. It can be either by model railroad or real railroad. So we want to see your favorite railroad line, um, real or that you're modeling. All right. Get those pictures in to win a railroadkits.com kit and uh, start sharing. Let's see what everyone has. You are listening to the Benchtime Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. So Yes, you are. You are. You, you are listening to it. You are listening. If your name's <laughs> Hugh and you're listening, thanks for listening. Right. Um, so how are you doing? Have you been are you done processing? I'm not. Oh my gosh, my brain's still spinning, man. It is crazy. So <laughs> um, this is the post Franklin and South Manchester tour uh episode so i know a few people on the show knew that we were going up a few of our listeners actually met us there which was awesome yeah. to meet you guys and we also in addition to seeing the franklin south manchester layout which was like oh my god we'll get into that that was oh my gosh and, and we out of this a world special shout out before we get in going further special shout out to um our our friend uh dave Cruzwick. And uh, it's a huge shout out to him yeah, for he, putting it all together. He, he made it happen. Kind of the mastermind thing. behind getting everyone together. So big thanks to, to Dave. The FSM. Yeah. yeah, big thanks to Dave and getting all that around and organizing everything. Um, yeah. It was awesome. So uh, I, my head is still spinning, and uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit of what we saw. But um, right. man, I can't get over it. So. Before we talk about our, because we could probably talk about the, our layout experience with seeing it probably for for three or four episodes long. But before we get oh, in, before we get into that, um, we also wanted to say that the trip was was um, what do you call it? Uh, there was a pre a pre treat to the trip where we all actually got to go see. Um, uh, Doug Fiscali at FOS Scale Models. He invited us up and uh, we got to check out his operations there. And that was... Yeah, it was like a double treat. On top double of... Double treat weekend, man. I know. And, and and on top of seeing that, we got to see Doug and we got to hang out with him for a little while and kind of just check out his digs there, which is awesome setup. And we got just got to see oh, yeah. so much cool stuff this weekend and uh, so many cool yeah. things are... Just so many cool things to talk about. Um the one thing yeah. that Doug said that resonated with me, and you had mentioned it too, that when Doug knew we were going to the uh, see the Franklin South Manchester layout, he said, uh, oh, it's a game changer. He's like, once you see it, it's going to change everything uh, yeah. with what you do. And, and it, it, he's right. Uh, you were right, Doug. So, um, Yeah, it was, it was we, entirely changed my entire outlook of what I see of this hobby. It was insane. So, yeah. Or my direction I want to go. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. 
so before we get into that, we have a little bit of housekeeping as usual. Yeah. Um, we do have our patron questions of the week, and our new patrons right. actually have access to be able to um, join in on our questions of the week now um, because they went over to patreon.com forward slash HOScaleCustoms or they went to HOScaleCustoms.com forward slash support. Ugh, right. Got all that mouthful out. But I wanted to thank our two new patrons, David Yale and Pat McCarthy. They joined um, our Patreon. Patreon. They joined our Patreon. Um, <laughs> anyways, they are part of our Patreon. And um, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. The uh, questions we're going to do at the end here. But we do have one other thing before we talk about this Franklin South Manchester thing. Can you see my screen still? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to get my camera ready. This might not work out too good. I'm gonna try and record it and do this at the same time. So it's probably gonna be a disaster, but, okay. We got a care package from one of our listeners, uh, Dan Pugach. So big shout out. Thank you, Dan. Yes, Dan. We, we have not, we've not opened to spend it spend a weekend with you, yep. Yeah, it was awesome to finally meet you in person. All right. All right. I got this big old box of stuff. So we got this care package from Dan, uh, one of our listeners and patrons, but he told us not to open it until now. So, oh, I forgot this thing's recording over here. Hang on. We got this care package right here. It's upside down. Sorry, guys. But uh, we're going to open <laughs> it, and I'm going to bring everything over here on the TV tray and show you guys what... Dan wanted us to do it on the live show. He told us not to open this thing until uh, we recorded our podcast or until uh, we did a YouTube video. So we're gonna try and do both at the same time. Yes. So I just opened it. Here we go. Oh, awesome. <laughs> this is too funny. You put a little card in it. You see the card? Uh huh. On the inside. Yeah. He gave us a card, and on the inside of it is a Charlie McAvoy uh, car, hockey card. <laughs> <laughs> number 73. Best hockey jersey number, number 73. Never forget. <laughs> Here's the first HO Scale Customs wood shirt. Oh, thank you, Dan. All right. You got, uh, we got our wood shirt. Oh, my goodness. This is probably really noisy on the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? What kind of shirt? It's just the wood glue shirt. Oh, it's okay. The, it's the one from uh, our, our our t-shirt store. And gotcha. uh, they run small, guys. So if you do order a t-shirt from us, they, yeah. the sizes run small. So uh, he got us this, a Titchy Train oh. Group kit. Uh, kit 4040. It's a 40-foot woodside gondola. So mm -hmm. that's going to be awesome. That's our second cool. Titchy... Uh, locomotive yeah. yeah this is why it's heavy Woo, dog this is probably extremely loud i was putting that in the trunk this weekend and that's why it's uh -oh. heavy whoa whoa we almost lost it all oh dog oh my uh -oh. i think that's it i'm making a bunch of noise do i see jars no they're big cans no. big can yeah so we got we hooked, Dan also hooked us up with some uh, some goodies here. Oh, he wrote on the side of the box. I wanted to buy you a beer since before the podcast days. How's a six pack of Maine beers as a thank you? Wow. 
All right. That is sweet. So what four beers have we got? <laughs> we got a Mason's Hipster Apocalypse. It's oh, a, yeah. Um, it's a... That's a beer. Looks like it's an IPA. Okay, we got uh, the... <laughs> oh, man. Nice. G-N-E-I-S-S. Nice. Uh, Hefeweizen. Yeah. Uh, the main lager lager. That sounds good. Oh. Uh, I know what I'll be trying Friday night. Yeah. The yeah. Grizz... Grizzaka... Gr <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce Grizzaka. this. Grizzaka. G-R-I-Z... Oh, like it's it. G-R-I-Z-A-C-A-C-A-C-A. I don't know how to pronounce oh. that. Um, and... Peak Organic Brewing Company. It is a crushable pilsner. Huh. And the last one is Ruby Slippers Raspberry Sour Ale. Nice. From Woodland Farmsbury. So that's a six pack of of uh, goodness. A six pack of pints. <laughs> they're not even can. They're not even twelve ounces. Oh my! Six packs of pints. Ounces. So. Uh, Thank you a bunch, Dan. You know what the my favorite part of it is? Well, the beer. But my favorite part of it is this Snoopy and and uh, uh, Charlie Brown card with a Charlie McAvoy. Because <laughs> Charlie McAvoy big hockey card in it. <laughs> because you didn't know that Charlie McAvoy wore set. Remember, you know, we're saying how yeah, episode 73, numbers. We had all those people who wore 73, yeah. And you, and you didn't know Charlie McAvoy wore it. But, I didn't know he wore that, yeah. Oh, uh, so, uh, and he also said, uh... I know one thing he's not wearing. What? Probably McAvoy. What? He's not wearing a, he's not wearing a Stanley Cup baseball cap. No, well, neither... <laughs> yeah, but neither are the caps right now, so... Well, it's true, that's true. Anyhow. But, awesome. That's, Thanks that's a lot, awesome. Dan. Yeah. Awesome stuff. I think you, that's cool. That's Super a cool, well thing. bought out. And I'm, I'm digging this wood gondola from, not, uh... Totally not necessary, and we appreciate it. Yeah, it is... Greatly appreciated, and um, my dad and I will definitely enjoy these beers together. So, yes. I apologize for any of the noise. We did not. We were strictly told to not open up the uh, package until package. we did a video or a podcast. So, hopefully, this video didn't turn out like garbage. Um, well, if it's garbage, it might not make it on YouTube. But I was trying to do both at the same time. At least it's on the podcast here. And yeah. uh, I'm going to turn my camera off now, Dad, so you don't have to look at my ugly face. That's nice. Thanks. <laughs> All right. And uh, here we go. So this is episode 81. That's I right. Do you know any hockey players that wore 81? Boy, um, you know, 81. Hopefully it's not a Bruins one because then you'll be getting another hockey card from Dan. <laughs> Um, not not entirely sure. I'm trying to think. I think there has been some good 81s out there. There has to have. Been. Uh, oh yeah. I don't have my laptop up right now because it was. Tanky. I'll pull it up. I'm doing it right now. I got it. I can't think of any, which is probably terrible because it's probably a big star. Okay. Hockey players. Where? 81. 
Well, mine didn't pull up. Hockey players that have worn 81. Um, I don't see any. Hockey players. Hockey jerseys. NHL hockey jerseys. Here we go. Hockey reference by numbers. 81. There must not be many players because uh, they're... It's not have, it's having a hard time. Here we go. I got the list. Kessel, Phil Kessel. Well, he's Phil a, Kessel. Yeah, he's a he, he, he's not really yeah. a hockey player. But he, you know, he's so. not really a hockey player until he plays for a different team, though. <laughs> um, all right. We got Phil Kessel, Lars Eller. Yeah. Lars Eller. He wore it. Does wow. he still wear it? I don't know. No. He does. I don't think he does. I thought he's 70, 70. He's seventy. No, that's Hopi. Yeah, that's Hopi. Eller is 20 right now. He wore 81 20, in Montreal. Okay. Um, Fedor Fedorov. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Marion Hosa. Hosa. Phil yeah. Kessel. Uh, John Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's some current day players wearing it. That's Dimit- cool. Dimitri cool. Orloff wore it, in, wore it in 12, 13, and 14. Oh, is that right? Mirrors lost Satan. Oh, wow. Or Satan, if you don't know how to pronounce <laughs> hockey names right. It's always funny to listen to people who don't know hockey pronounce hockey names. And they say Satan, or they really mess up some. Like, there's some European <laughs> names that you just really butcher the living hell out yeah. of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch more, but we don't really yeah. know them all. Right. Um, but, so, cool. So, yeah, so we have... Um, you know, so yeah, well, that, that's so cool. yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. Um, a lot of <laughs> a lot of football players wore eighty one, but right. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, that's enough of eighty one talk. Let's get yeah. into what we <laughs> witnessed this weekend. Oh my gosh! And then we're gonna get into our patron questions okay. because a lot of our patrons have questions about what we did well, this we left, weekend. We left so, Pennsylvania. And, oh yeah, um, well, well, first of all, we left Pennsylvania at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we got to, uh, we, we got, got to, to we got Connecticut around yeah. four, around four, yeah, yeah. no nah, three thirty, three three thirty, at Fosco Models Workshop, yeah, which was awesome, got, and got uh, to see the uh, the lair, the where all the oh, it was, where all it the, was so cool, it was really the, nice up to show us. Um, I hate ninety five traffic through Connecticut, and uh, but other than that, it's a beautiful state. And um, oh yeah, the the, you know. the state was beautiful. The, the traffic was horrendous. Horrendous, yeah. But um, you know, everyone that told us that when we told them where we came was like, well, yeah, you came up right. the worst place. But we so. got there, and um, you know, got to see the shop. And Doug came right out the door to visit uh, to see us. I think he was already. Us. I think he was already working outside. Was he? I don't yeah, know. It looked like he was. Might have been. But, and um, yeah, he came. He came. Uh, Came up to you know right up to where we were standing out there and said hi and took us inside and showed us the shop and what a shop wow everything you know you think of all your kits that he previously done that you see on the websites and stuff and they're all they're all right there and um, you see them all you know the exact same kits with the same vehicles in front of them just like on the sh- pictures on the website but then he adds you know uh, other models and things that he's done in there but then he you know his whole workshop how he you know where he makes the kits and how he makes them and 
Um, the, it was just the, the it was it was awesome process. it was awesome to see the layer of uh where all the evil genius stuff happens uh oh, you yeah. know it's it's just and it's and what's awesome about seeing it was it's exactly what i didn't expect it to be it was exactly like everyone else's workshop which was humbling because uh yeah you think that yours is you know everyone thinks that yeah. The people that you idolize as modelers are going to have like spotless places in it. Yeah. I'm happy to Don't see. Don't get me wrong. It's really nice. Um, no, but, I didn't yeah. mean it that way. And Doug, yeah. hopefully you didn't take it that way. But I just no, meant it's it awesome to see. Everyone thinks that they're – even Doug said that. He's like, oh, don't mind the mess. But yeah. like everyone thinks theirs is the worst or dirty. We all And we all have it. Everyone's yeah. thing is messy and they're and, – because we're working. Oh, yeah. We're working there. And it was – and I'm not saying it was messy, Doug. I'm really back. No, I'm, so back cool. pe- I'm backpedaling everything I say. Um, I just meant. I just meant. Uh, no, I mean, it was. It, it was, was worked in, man. It, it was, was worked in. It was awesome to just see it and uh, see where he worked. I've got some cool, uh, cool tips on some things for a different scale that I'm going to be working on. Um, the truck that I'm doing. He gave me that resource for those scale castings for the larger sizes you know what remind um, me of like a shop in a shop class it was yeah. like going into that you know with yeah. the big tables all over the place and and uh yeah you know his workbench there with all his just like ours uh, you know the paint brushes and the paints and the you know the ak the ak products and the you know all the all you know all his tools that type of thing all over his workbench with all, all lit up like we do and um you know it, it's, um, it was neat. It was it was exactly what I expected uh, for where he would work his models, and and it was neat to see how he did it. I mean, like yeah. how he had him set out, and you know, he had a model working at the time, and uh, and it was cool to see, you know, what he had sitting around it. You know, it was it was just neat, and um, yeah, yeah, it was. You know, he showed the process. He showed us the process of where he does his laser cutting, and uh, and Packaging. then he showed us packaging and um he, he, he took us the whole way around it it was all it was oh it was, yeah yeah it was awesome and uh it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it call molds you know what my favorite part was hydrocal yeah i learned my favorite part was learning that donkeys uh will defend the horses from coyotes yeah that was like my favorite part of the no offense i love seeing all the other stuff but like i yeah. love i loved going out and just Oh man, excuse me. Maybe I love going out kill, and just seeing kill coyotes. Yeah, I was that was blown away. I was a that was like my favorite. I, I don't know. I keep thinking about that now. But anyways, the other thing we saw was uh, that was really cool was um, his layout that he's been working on, and uh, it's a shelf layout, which is pretty neat. It's kind of tucked away in his uh, storage area, like not storage, right. but it's on his shelving, which I thought was cool because he's finally starting to get going with it and uh we always saw it in pictures or like that little area he did with the concrete wall and a little bit of water like a runoff area um it was cool to see that in person because we were seeing how he did it um on that video he made of all the post of it but he also had those uh bridge pilings the bridge supports with the graffiti he showed us how he did yeah you could just see them right there and it was like Oh man, I just watched it. I saw your tutorial on that, and now I'm seeing it in yeah. person. It was really cool. Yeah, so, it was really, really, really cool. But we wanted to thank Doug for inviting us up, and uh, we are extremely grateful of the time that you allowed us to come up and hang out with you for a little bit. Yeah, but awesome. Um, then we left Doug's, 
Yeah, we said our goodbyes and went up to Boston. And we drove for nine more hours. Uh-huh. It wasn't nine. It was like three. But um, yeah, with traffic, it was, it was about with three. With traffic, it was about three, yeah. And we drove up to um, Peabody, not Boston. Yeah. We were up in Peabody. And, oh, yeah. Just outskirts of Boston. Well, yeah, but it's the difference of, like, Mechanicsburg and Harrisburg. Like, oh, it's yeah. A, it's true. a major difference. So uh, we went up to Peabody. We met everyone at night. Or most of the people at night in the evening, um, yeah, at, that, at the hotel, at that restaurant. And these are these are other milers that we're friends with, and we got so together, we got out, uh, and had some dinner with them. And right. uh, we, right. I, I met Dave Cruzwick for the first time, yeah. um, in person, and I met everyone else in person for the first time because yeah, I yeah. was not at the expo where you were able to meet them all. So that was cool. To so we had Jason Jensen. Yep. And we, we had, had Dave and Jim Donovan was there. And Jim Donovan and Dave. And, uh, um, I'm sorry, Dan Pugach was there. Oh no, Dan, Dan came in the morning. Dan came in the morning. Um, and Craig was there. Craig Brotman, Sue and Gary Cool. Sue oh, and cool Gary were there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I know we're missing people. I know. Um, we're, we I had feel Brad, so bad. Uh, Logbrett. Brad Logbrett. was there. Yep. yep. Brad was at dinner. Uh, yep. Brad had a long trip like we did too, so thanks for coming down, Brad. I know that was a, had, um, a heck of a Bobby trip for you to come was down. There from Bobby, yep, Bobby was there. Yeah, um, and Bobby was cool because he was kind of the West Coast modeling, and he was yeah. saying how you know out there it's a little bit different as far as proximity to other modelers and other like. I mean, we're kind sure. of spoiled where we are because we're only within a few hours, even a drive of most mm-hmm. of these these manufacturers and modelers so bobby right. brought a cool perspective to it mm-hmm. and some of the guys brought their wives along so that was cool and yep. and um you know it was yeah you know, I'm, I'm sure we're missing somebody here i, I don't think that, so we just went around the table we had craig, you know, craig, craig, yeah, craig. and his girlfriend was there and yeah, yeah. um yeah it was awesome of all the spouses that were there and right um i think i went around a table we had all the people who would be listening to the podcast yeah, we I think had I, dinner and uh it was a good dinner Anyways, Everybody was talking so, about it, getting psyched up for Saturday because Saturday we're going to go see the, you know, the, the Frank yeah. Rosalcester. Well, so um, so then we we hung out through the evening. Everyone everyone went yeah. to bed. No one got any sleep because uh, we were, it was like Christmas morning, and yeah. uh, you're waiting for Santa to come, and we were waiting for the 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 visit to the <laughs> to the layout. So um, we got up. We did our things in the morning. We made our way over to the. We all met up in the morning, and then we went over right. to George's layout, right. Franklin and Sam, South Manchester layout. Right. So, yep. so let's let's we bored everyone in the last four minutes talking about eating and all that shit. So let's talk right, about right. going up the steps into the layout. Uh-huh. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start it off because. Um, well, you walk in. But let, well, off. I just okay. want. I just want to capture your. And we didn't really talk about this. Well, what was your you. what was your feeling of the moment that you opened the door? So you walk in and there's a big steep set of stairs for everyone that's not familiar. And well, it was my uh, 54, so, my, so when my your first foot, feeling was when I your gotta climb up these steep set of stairs. When your <laughs> foot hit that inside of that threshold, what was what was going through your my mind? My heart started beating because at the top of the step there's a big old railroad crossing sign and Blinking. above it it says and it, above it, it says fine scale managers. And I'm like, oh, 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 you know, yeah. <laughs> going up and you're getting closer and closer as you go up the steps. And then you're like, ah, oh. and you're thinking about the, um, 
you know, the, the fact it's fine scale miniatures and everything that's going through my head at that moment is every Model Railroader magazine that I've ever had on the backside of that magazine, all those old, well, not the, 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 the kits that right, right. fine scale miniature made was a big color photograph on the backside or inside cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and that's what I was thinking of. I'm thinking, here it is. Here's where I saw all that magic, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And uh, here, here's, here, here's the kits. Here it you is. Know? And here's where they were made. And this is, this was it. And, um, and I'm going to see this, uh, you know, now, you know, you know, you're going to see the Franklin South Manchester. You're at the top of the stairs. And- so we get, so we get to the top of the stairs. Yeah. The door is already open because everyone's filing in. The first thing you see is those the the paper it blew my mind because at first i didn't realize they were paper yeah well so some of when i'm going so while while i'm so from too. let's back up a little bit so you're coming up the stairs your heart's pounding when i walk in the door i didn't see the sign at the top on the right hand side i saw the mailbox there's a little mailbox like a metal mailbox yeah. on the door and it said the same thing fine scale miniatures fsm and i was like yeah. oh we're here like that was it and yeah. the step everyone's everyone's going up steps and there are these old wood steps and they're creaking and you know like I, it just hit me like yeah. it wasn't like i was like that nervous like uh <laughs> prom night feeling it wasn't like that it was like uh it was like it dawned on me like holy shit we're about to see we're about to see some cool stuff like yeah. it, it just hit me like like that moment right before uh, you, right before the capital, before the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, that moment of excitement, like your yeah. your body gets kind of flush, yeah, and you get like that buzzy feeling, like you're tingling a little. Yep. I'm like, I said tingling, not tinkling, by the way. I yeah. did tinkle a little too. I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, <laughs> um, yeah. That's why I had to run back out real quick and come back. Anyways, <laughs> um, but no. So you're you're. It hit me like that. I was kind of buzzing, like, "Oh, holy shit! Yeah. Like, we're gonna see this. I'm finally gonna see this layout." Right. And everyone told us the night before. Doug told us. Everyone at the yeah. table that was there. Dave, Dave said it to us where he's like asking us about what we were thinking about the layout, and um, and same with Doug. And I said, "Well, the only kind of, the only kind of like, uh, what do you want to? What, what's the word for it? Like, um, the only." real grasp I have of what it looks like is from the books and videos yeah. and pictures and every, everyone that's seen it before was like oh my god it's when you see it is it is going to be nothing like you expected and I'm right. like okay well oh sure whatever but they were all right totally right yeah. do you agree yeah. oh without doubt so we're, we're I didn't mean to cut you off we're walking in now we've both gone upstairs we're walking in you see all uh-huh. those paper models now. Yeah, I saw that, but yeah, I kind of I didn't really spend much time. Well, on we that. were stuck there, huh? We were stuck in the in the line of people coming in. Well, yeah, I know. That's yeah. You guys were all pushing me through, so yeah. Well, I was um. But I was happy to get pushed through at the end. I remember why? I remember turning to you though while we were in that little hallway before you see it all, mm-hmm. and I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember asking you, like, what do you think? And you, yeah. I remember you just looking over at me and you're like, this is better than the Stanley Cup. This is better uh, yeah, than the Captain exactly Stanley Cup. You're like, I'm beside myself right now. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't even turn the corner yet. And you're like, I'm, yeah, I'm better than the Stanley Cup moment. Yep. You're like, I'm literally beside myself right now. And then, yeah. we, and then we turn the corner and like, oh, 
you know, like the, well, the, light, the, the light shines down from heaven <laughs> and it's like this yeah. beam of light is just like radiating through the ceiling. You know just, what? I didn't even see that first. You know what I saw first when I came through, when I got around in that corner? George. George Selyus. Yes. And I was like, oh my God. And he looks exactly he like he did yeah. 20 years ago in that book. He yeah, looks exactly, exactly. Yep. It, it's just like the pictures in the book. It's not like when you see ago. someone like from a some someone from like an old photo, and you're like, is yeah. that even the same guy anymore? You're like, yeah. When I saw him, I was like, I think did, he's did, wearing the same shirt. Did George even age at all? Like, you know, <laughs> he looks exactly the same as what I've seen in the old in his old I'm photos. You, it was it was so cool, and I was standing there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like ten feet away from him, and I'm walking towards him, and I'm like one of the first people through. I was and just it, happy. It was shake. like there was like two other people in front of me, but. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here, here it is. One's, uh, you know, of course, one is Dan Raymond, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's standing there with him, man. Um, yeah, it was so cool. And when? and uh, that's the first. Then I, you know, after I uh, shook his hand and introduced myself, then uh, I, I, I continued on in so other people could get in. And then, like you said, I mean, you then then you turn and you saw the layout and you're like, oh, oh yeah. God. Uh, instantly, the second, like. Second, you know what the Wayne's World third. guys, the Wayne's World guys go, yeah. uh, swing, swing. Yep. Like I was totally like beside <laughs> myself. I could not, I could not right. think for the beginning, like the first 10 minutes, I couldn't think of what I wanted to look at. Right. Um, I couldn't, I, my brain was like on overload for the first 10 minutes until I could like take a grasp, like take a mental grasp and say, okay, we oh, need sure. to start over here and just, we need to just look at every little thing I can possibly see. Yeah, and and I, I as soon as I went in, right, it starts right off to your left hand side uh, as you come in through the doorway in, and, I, and instantly I'm seeing lots and lots of tiny details with my very first eyesight, and it's like oh, this is going to take. I knew at that moment, and I didn't even look at the rest of the layout. I knew looking at that one little section that I'm going to be here all day, and I'm never going to see everything. <laughs> That's exactly what it's I almost that it's almost I felt not in a bad way. So don't yeah. not in a bad way at all. It was almost a little bit of depression yeah. where I was like, there's no way I can possibly digest everything yeah. today. You know, I might. <laughs> what the hell? No, oh, man. Were you back? Were you just backwards sneezing like your dog? No, no, I sneezed though. No oh, man, I, I I was dusting here earlier. I was doing a um, I was doing some um, some little housekeeping. No, no, I was doing uh, some. Uh, oh, please powder, continue. You know. We're using. No, we're no, using, using pigments. And we're using a feather duster. Pigments. No, I was using brushes though. Anyhow, uh, so you go on, go on. Well, I forget because your sneeze absolutely disrupted me. <laughs> okay, so we all start piling in around this thing. Right? Oh yeah. Okay. So the so. First but, thing you well, had to do no, but what I was what I was saying before you sneezed was. It, it's, what? it's almost it's almost it's almost like well last week you interrupted me five thousand times so it's okay. my turn i was just saying before you sneezed that it's hard to um after you spend a few minutes in there it's hard to like grasp the fact that you're never going to digest everything in this layout ever nope. like possible way. there's people that we were talking to that were there multiple times and they even said every then, time i come it's like you don't you can't see it all so we all start filing in and we get we gather around in different sections. This has you know, has like three sections you can go down. There's like two peninsulas in the center. 
and you can go down on either side of all of those. So there's like one, two. Yeah, so there's like three walkway areas you can go down into a stand and check stuff out. And so everybody's starting to fill in and pick their spots, right? And um, it, it was really neat. I mean, yeah, it's a little narrow, but we, we, all, we all got around each other real well, and everybody's very careful. Um, and you, you, the first thing you have to ask yourself when you're there is, where the hell do you start? Right? Yeah. I, I didn't start? know. I didn't know it didn't where to start. Whoa, shit. And, and it didn't matter, really. So... You know, I'm down there in the one end, and, um, it, you know, I'm standing there staring at the I Am Boring building, which is freaking amazing. It's the biggest building on the layout. And, which is uh, also the probably one of the funniest names. The I Am Boring, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's, it's a huge monstrosity of a building made from the castings of a Magnuson kit, and um, it, the walls is just ma- massive amounts of windows. Um, used from those walls and um, just a beautiful, beautiful structure. And it's a key point on that one section, in my opinion. And because um, the harbor that's down there opens up to it and everything, it's really cool. Um, so I'm standing there staring at that, and, and we're all kind of get, I think we're all just starting to fill in and feel it for like 10 or 15 minutes. And everybody's looking at each other. You know, you could you're look you're looking at the layout, but then you're looking at each other, going, you know, gauging. These are all friends, so we're trying to gauge each other's expressions. And um, I looked across at I don't know if it was Craig or Jason, and uh, and I said, I would I will never in my life need Viagra after today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, remember it that? was. Yeah, no, I, t- oh I remember. Because I remember the jokes that, that ensued after that. But, anyways. <laughs> and um, it was insane. I mean, every little detail. Now, we'll go into a little bit of the detail here. But, um, you know, what I loved, one of the things that I loved was how the city had multiple layers and levels. It, you know, I've seen the photo. And you, the photos are great. I had the book; it's awesome, and they don't it, it. It does it justice, but it doesn't do it complete justice. You had to be there to see it, and and uh, everything as much as you see the photos, even the photos that I posted on Facebook, um, it, as much as the photos that you see, you're still seeing nothing really. That's that's you're seeing maybe one eighth. Or one tenth right. of what's there. Not even and, that. Not even. Yeah. Not, not even. even a percentage. You're not getting the details. Yeah. There's no way. And um, it's just every when we say detailing, we're talking about every detail. A piece of newspaper on the side of the road. So a pile of leaves in a gutter. And we're not we're not talking about just laid there. I mean, these are carefully placed individual details, and it's every half inch is detailed easily every half inch of that layout is detailed there isn't and a single square inch no that isn't 100 percent um thought about in every no. in every single part of that layout and nope. now george might say differently but yeah <laughs> you know he's a, he's a very humble man george might go yeah. oh yeah you know but you might think that but like you know yeah. i didn't 
it's just that it's really not even a big deal but for, yeah. <laughs> for us looking for us looking at it though we think like man thought must have gone into every square inch and it would be interesting to hear the other side where he might go yeah it really wasn't that that complicated i'd kind of just no. threw some stuff down you know yeah i mean it, it was just but the, the levels and layers that i see are the the different elevations of it are what baffled me the most and not baffled um stuck out and stood out to me like okay it's not just here's a level and a layer and then it goes up to the next level level of the city and then the next and the next like steps it isn't it's all continuously i i, I would guess it would kind of blend itself in together but you could see the different rises of it there's a there's buildings that's hanging on the edge of a of a cliff by over the water and it's just a, it, the the layers of levels there's layers of levels we talk about layers in this hobby right or, or models and stuff we're not talking about layers he takes it beyond the layers of the building or layers of detail or scenery he takes it to layers of elevation yeah, and, and, there's, well, and I was gonna say it's not even it's not even elevation in the sense that um, you know you, it's you not super high. Well, yeah. no, but it could be as simple as something where, um, and this is some this is one of my so what we're gonna talk about, guys, in this episode is a uh, and we probably should have done this going backwards in the beginning, but yeah. what we're gonna talk about in this episode is some key takeaways, um, and a lot of them are like little bite sized things, but. Um, uh, key takeaways from what we saw and this is one of them and it's even where you see a flat scene where where you would typically think of it's just flat on foam or flat yeah. on wood wrong there might even just be a slight like quarter inch or not even a yeah. quarter inch just a tiny little rise in the land right so there's no section on that whole layout except maybe some concrete um, and maybe a few other, the other little the areas, the track. Flat. But but what I meant, any landscaping, there's always, even if it's an eighth inch or a half or a quarter inch or a half inch, there's always slight. As you look right. across it, there's slight variation, and that's one of the key takeaways I took from this. Where when you look at land in general, I don't care if you. I mean, I'm sure there's some places in the country and in the world that are pretty damn flat. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's going to be one listener out there that says, "Wow, I live here in the desert, yeah, completely well, flat sure. for 600 miles," or the I, you know, Salt Lake City has the Salt Lake, the Great Salt Lake, and that's flat. Whatever, you know. Right. Um, I think there's mountains there. You know, Delaware. Delaware's pretty flat. There's going to be one listener in Delaware that goes, well, it's flatter than the flat, and we got one one hill at 60 feet tall. You know, something like that. (laughs) Some some depressing area in the country is going to be. Right, right. But anyways, so uh, (laughs) the one thing that was cool, though, when you think about it, when you're anywhere in in the country, when you're looking across a landscape, there are gentle typically gentle rises and and falls in the land even if it looks quote-unquote flat when you're driving across the highway or you're driving past it and you don't even notice it but once you stand there you see it and that's something that i don't think i don't think you and i have thought of um in our layout and i'm sure there's other people out there that are exactly the same yeah um you know we i never thought about adding just even little quarter inch rises just randomly throughout the layout yeah. to fit in between buildings and to fit in between track. And right. it's something that in the real world you'd see quite a bit of. 
Right. Never seen so much concrete in my entire life. No, not even or, or a model. Not even exaggerating oh. that. No, man, there's concrete everywhere, and it's perfect. It's perfectly done. And it's all plastered. Well, it's okay, perfectly it done, like, and it's not yeah. all done the same, which is amazing. Well, not perfectly. It's perfectly done for our eyes. It's not perfect. Like, it's not perfect. Perfect. He has cracks in it, chunks missing. Perfectly it. imperfect. It's, it's perfectly weathered. Oh my word! It looks awesome how he weathered it. A lot darker than I thought it would be, actually, and uh, which is good, and because it's, it's given me a lead into what I want to do on ours. And it, you know, it changed. I, it changed my. Well, it did two things, and I hope I hope you agree with me. Um, it changed the way I want to do some of our city street scenes. Mm-hmm. But it also encouraged me because a lot of the road that – well, a lot of the road, all 12 inches of the road we've done already uh, <laughs> looks like that road. Yeah. So yeah. it was encouraging in the sense that I don't want it to look exactly like George's and it doesn't look, no. look exactly like George's. But right. it looks uh, – ours is on that, that path of realism that I right. want it to be on and seeing that kind of – like re like reinforce the idea that okay well our roads we're on the right path with roads right his sidewalks going uphill oh were beautiful it was I nobody I've seen lots of layouts of sidewalks that go uphill in in towns built well it's not fair to compare nothing like that it's not fair to compare (laughs) it's not fair to compare it's It's like a fact though (laughs) I've never seen them done that realistically and that you know they 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 just blended it. There's the buildings, the way they went up the side of the hill, were accurate, and uh, you know it's just it was just really cool. But one of the things I've seen that he does like to do, it was cool. And that same one, that same side of that hill, it was filled with um, the up the the roads that go uphill, um, and the sidewalks. Was he had some tunnels where the roads went into tunnels, and then the inside of the tunnels. The way they were angled with some light coming from the other side of oh, that tunnel, which the, really has nothing there, with the mirrors. The mirrors. I think it I, looked I, like they were I deeper, think, and I, there was cars in it, and it made it look like more cars well, than and, what was there. And not all the mirrors did that. So I no. think I pointed that out to you in the beginning. I remember calling you over and saying, look at these mirrors. Yeah. And the one thing that's cool about the mirrors from the way that they look – now, I don't know because I didn't ask them. Um, right. But – the way that they look is that they're angled in a way that you don't necessarily see the repeating pattern that's directly in front of it. So what I mean is they're angled in a way that they catch a different angle that doesn't right. necessarily always show what's directly in front of it. So it doesn't look like if there's a car in front of that mirror, that yeah. there's a car right in front of that mirror on the other yeah. side of the mirror. It's angled yeah. in a way that doesn't show that repeating um, no. thing right in front of it. And it shows you maybe an extension of an area that you're not looking at currently. Right. And right. It makes that whole scene through that tunnel look really, really deep. Like there's a whole city on the other side. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And, and there's it, not. And that <laughs> actually, we have we actually have the ability to add some tunnels into our layout. Yeah, I know. I've so I that. thought about going to the dollar store and getting a couple little cheapo handheld mirrors and mm-hmm. busting the mirror out of it, and because uh, I feel like that's the cheapest way to do this. Um, yeah. Get a dollar, get a one or two dollar mirror, and uh, just pop the mirror out and put it on the layout. Uh, and I want to kind, I want to try that. I want to experiment with that for sure. The, the concepts were really pretty cool. I mean, the way the way that well, was. Well, and the mirror, Absolutely. the mirror thing is something anyone can do. 
Right, right. Like, it doesn't matter how experienced of a model you can be. It doesn't have to be in the tunnel either. And what, it can be what's anywhere. Real, and what's real, buildings and alleys. Yeah, alleyways. Or mm-hmm. what's really neat about the mirror thing, though, is it saves you from having to detail inside of a tunnel. Right. All you got to do is throw like an inch behind that tunnel opening. Right. Yeah. You just got to put a mirror in and then you don't have to worry about what am I going to do with this tunnel? How deep do I got to make it? Do I got to do right. this? That's it. You're done. You got a mirror. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's it. So uh, we're definitely going to we're going to try that out. And there's one. Yeah, the mirrors are cool. There's one per, there's one section in particular that I'm thinking of, Dad, mm-hmm. on the other side. I say the backside, but there's really no. Back. We need to stop thinking of it as the backside. Right. Uh, you know, you know which side I'm talking about? Yeah. The side that used to be against the wall. Right. We need to stop thinking about that as the backside. But right. the on our on our layout we're talking right. about. Right. Well, this is on our layout. But yeah. that side that was the backside against the wall. Right. Mm-hmm. Where that track is underneath, I want to leave that right. open now. Well, we were definitely doing that, yeah. And on the other side of the track, I wanna put little scenes that are deep within it, like little uh yep. underground railroad scenes. Yeah. Um that like could the subway be, station, that kind of thing, yep. Well, yeah, but I mean, we can't really do a subway station. We don't have passenger cars running on. Well, no, no, true. Well, we'll figure something out. But we can do like little maintenance scenes for like the tunnel yeah. and things like right. that. Light them up. Right. But but seeing George's layout and the Franklin South Manchester realized right. it made me also realize that we need to we even though we we have a 360 layout, I often think of that that other side. I almost think of it as the other side. Mm-hmm. Because it used to be against the wall, and now it's just in my head now that that's like, quote unquote, the other side of the layout. Um, right, right. And I think we've been neglecting that side of the layout as far as what we're going to do with it. So we need to take a step back and kind of think about what we're going to do with it. Well, in George's, he had he has one peninsula area that comes out. It's you can walk on either side of it. Is it's it the one with the big bridge buildings. or the other one? It's, it's the one. It's the one where Batman and Robin sit on mm. that that, mm-hmm. that section. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that whole section that sticks that juts out there is tall, big city area, and I and you can you can view it from either side, and I love the concept of it. It, it kind of gave me some ideas on how we could, you know, it does ride, what, get ours to rise up in the center. It does it, what we've been talking about for quite some time. I want to see one thing on one side, one thing on another side, and we can pull that off now. I think. Right. It does what yeah. we've been talking about for quite some time. With right. without a backdrop, we we have to ri- we have to raise up our center. Right, right, and and so you know that's that that was cool to be able to witness how he did it, and um, you know so much there was so much to be taken from not even just for our own layout, just to admire what all he had accomplished and what he has done, the buildings, the mountain scenery on the very back section. It's, we're oh not talking gosh. all. We're not talking all city. This is a lot of city, but we're talking. I think the mountain scenery might be one of the things that I've seen the least of online. Yeah. Do you yeah. agree? I agree. That yeah, kind of struck. That kind of building. That kind of photograph. The mountain part kind of set me back a little bit because right. I wasn't ready. And 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 people that have seen right. it before, people that knew about it, probably mm-hmm. are are thinking different right. of me now because of that. But I wasn't ready to see all of that scenery. Because oh, yeah. when you look up any, when you Google or you look up on Pinterest or you look up on the forums, any of the um, photos from the Franklin South Manchester, you you see you see the city over and over and over and over again. But right. what you don't see is that countryside that he has. There's a whole section of that layout that's like 
country scene. Yep. And it could be any small town in America. It could be anywhere. Right. And it, it's yep. got some farm stuff. It's got, he's got some like little shacks and cabins up near the edge of that pond that be, mm-hmm. meets up that mountain. Um, yep. There's a whole like, uh, it's in that middle peninsula at the very back where it meets the mountain. Uh, that could be any country town anywhere. Right. You know what yep. I'm talking about? It had some garages. It had um, like the, where the Coca-Cola wood covered bridge was. That section could be any town USA. Um, so I, I don't feel like you see that quite as much as you do in in other layouts, and that was uh, that was very cool to see that. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. you don't see that photographed very much uh, when you when you look up his layout. No. Now what else I did see besides the mountains in the front was a tr- tall trestle bridge with. Um, a um, down it was very it was it was down low okay real low um, and then of course it had a waterfall behind it and, and it went up into the into the, into the town but the it, it was a low relief that came down off the front side and it was just gorgeous you remember that part yes yeah the tall trestle bridge right in the front yeah it, was so that, it had that the first it had, the, yeah. it had the scene that was way down low yeah and, a little uh, creek down there at the bottom a waterfall coming up out yeah. of it and yeah, it was uh, coming coming down to it. I mean, uh, but it was nice. It came down to a low waterfall. Sometimes go up that too. That was kind of cool too. Huh? I said sometimes waterfalls go up. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of unique, and it, it, you know, because it sets it apart from the the rest of the city. It, it takes your eye off for a little bit and uh, shows you a different kind of a different kind of. Uh, Look and then back to the city again, uh-huh. and then he has a section two that he's working on on the one it's he's extending on. It's a and, new part, a new part. And it was neat because you can see the work in progress on it, and right. uh, it's not quite filled in completely, but it's he's got some structures, you know, here and there on it, and he's filling, and you can tell he's working on it right there, uh-huh. and uh, and that's what he's doing, of course, in his retirement, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, you know. Uh, working on his layout, which is what we all dream to do. Absolutely, Except he's doing it on the Franklin's House Manchester. Wow! So you know, absolutely. So the uh, the one of the takeaways I had from it, and um, I'm going to actually just start to jump into some patron questions here because we're starting to tread onto a few patron questions as well, we one, talk about this. One thing, let me just mention one thing here. Yeah. Before we do, please. Okay. Um, we're not we had, done. We were lucky enough. We were lucky enough there that day um, to have Hal Reynolds show up, one of oh, our yeah. guests, and uh, fellow modeler, and he's also a very good friend of George's. And he was there. He stopped in. Friend and, of the show. Um, yep. And he was he Hal uh, was w- talking with me several times there, well, a lot there. And yeah, you um, were with we Hal were quite a, bit. a lot of. Well, we were sharing a lot of interest on the. Um, on, different things that he's seen he's seen this probably more than any of us have ever seen and it he still probably sees sure. more stuff he sees it all the time and then and then of course um you know so does dan um raymond um raymond is all By also the way, was dan, there and both of them were talking yeah. whoa what'd you say i said both of them were there talking to oh, me. oh okay 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 never mind, and then, never mind never mind never mind and then what we did was um well dan had brought uh, some vehicles that he made, and uh, you know he's the best at it. There's nobody better. Dan's the best, in, in my opinion, in making HS scale vehicles. Yeah. 
he he brings him the he brought him to George and George put him right on the layout right, right away. there in front of us. Yeah, right in front of us. It was awesome. And uh, so Dan's vehicles were all over, and I asked him to show me some all over there. But but when Hal was there, it was neat because Hal had seen it so many times. He pointed out some really cool details, like a like a parking ticket on a windshield of a car. Well, and you told me and, that he had never seen that until that day. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're like, wow. That's, Dan was like, what he told me. how many times has Hal been there? And you were yeah. like, you were telling me that Hal yeah. was like, Todd, I've never, I, look at this. I've never seen that before. There's a parking yeah. ticket on that window. Yeah. Yeah. So and even, he, even, even Hal, even yeah. Hal Reynolds, who's been there, how many times? times has, he still sees stuff that he's like, look at that thing right there. Yep. So yeah. it's really cool. It was um, so cool. The other cool thing that for me was to meet uh, Dan Raymond, who I know has helped paint and place a lot of those vehicles on that layout. Um, so it was neat to just see the people that we know have been involved with such an awesome thing for so long, Hal, George, Dan, and um, just see kind of, you know, everything we've right. been thinking about and hearing about for so long uh, right. in person. So that was just whatever really cool. Whatever we're telling you, whatever we're telling you tonight is not going to be able to, it's even not remotely paint a picture. No. And there are open yeah. houses. Um, there's a few yeah. open houses or open, does, like, open viewings in here. Yeah. yeah. But um, you can, you can go view it. So keep an eye out online. There's some whisperings of one in August, I believe. Um, yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think, you know, there are other chances to see it. So if you want to see what we are talking about, you need to make a trip there. Uh, right. If you're if you want to see anything, whether you're a model railroader or you're just a fine scale, you know, fine scale modeler and you don't right. really do much with trains, either one, you're going to appreciate all of it while you're there. Right. Um, so I wanted I wanted to we're still going to talk about Franklin South Manchester layout, but I wanted to we were starting to tread on a few topics from our patrons. So we're going to start to sprinkle in yeah, a few questions ahead. as we go. Let's do, let's so, do it. Dave. I'm going to do Dave's first because Dave did a lot of work this weekend and we're going to just jump right. into Dave's question. Go ahead. Dave's first question was, um, after returning from the visit with George, what are your biggest takeaways from the Franklin South Manchester layout that you hope to apply back at your own workbench? So I'm going to lead it off. Go ahead. My biggest takeaway from that whole visit was working small. And when I say working small, I don't mean like, okay, work by inch by inch at a time. There were so many things on George's layout on the Franklin South Manchester that were like little structures, two by two inches or smaller, little tiny things that were just mm -hmm. wedged in the right place and, and yeah. done with the right scene. And it might not have been a big structure. It might just been a little shack or it might have been a little railroad, yep. a, a railroad, like a industry, railroad industry building that was just along the tracks mm -hmm. but they were done they're small and you're like a you know like one near a crossing gate or a little shack along the railroad and they're done they're so small but they're done in a way that the scene extends past it by like two or three inches and it makes it seem so much bigger and so much more important of a structure even though if you just held it in your hand it would look like really nothing yeah and even in the cities, you have these giant colossal buildings and you have these crazy custom built buildings that he has. And then right next to him, you have like a really small, simple structure. 
And yeah. I think what we all get wrapped up in so much of is the kit, the next kit we're going to do and the next X we're going to yeah. do and the next big building we're going to do. And, oh, look at this flashy thing. And those are all great. And those are all awesome. But right. the thing I took away from it the most is use some scrap material. We all have plenty of it. You save it. We all know we save it. And build a little shack and detail the hell out of it. So it looks like an yeah. awesome little structure with and it looks bigger than it should when you detail it right and you put the yeah. right stuff around it. Or go online and get some uh, some scale lumber from like uh northeastern scale lumber or uh you know, just find some scratch building materials from some of these manufacturers and make make something small, which doesn't yeah. cost you a lot. It probably costs you ten bucks or less and make a really kick-ass scene with some small buildings um and it really makes your city look busier so that was my that to answer dave's question that was my biggest takeaway from the weekend was work small to make things seem bigger yeah does that make sense did that that little rant make sense yeah no it did yeah i feel like you can take such a basic scene like a square brick building or it, it, uh, it doesn't even have to be along the track you're talking about anywhere you, anywhere you do that in the center of the you town could, he had so little many buildings, buildings that were just little three by three inch buildings popped yep. right in the center of the big city mm-hmm. and there was a just an awesome scene around it and it made yeah. that little tiny building look so much more significant among one all those big buildings out to me one that you pointed out to me was in front of a train station there was not taxi service mm-hmm. And it was um, just a little tiny shack building. It was a, ta- a taxi shed uh, where they would sell, you know, where you go in and you could rent a taxi at the, at the, right, at the right. train station. And it was sat next to the train station. It was like, it, it was all, it wasn't attached to the train station. It was like next to it. But right. I mean, like right it was next a, to it. It was a little business that benefited from the train yeah. station. It was, it, it was, it was really cool. It was just one of those, that's exactly what you're talking about. One little extra, t- here's your, here's your kit. It was, was, you know, the train station, okay? But then right next to it is a small little structure, right next to it. And it's all part of it. It it tells a part of the story of that train station, okay? And then next to that, behind it, on the other corner, is a newsstand that the the passengers can get their newspapers. And, you know, and it's it's all just one after another completes that whole scenario in that little tiny space. You didn't have to go far. You only had to go like two or three inches beyond the beyond the uh, train station, and there's a whole other kit with another scenario just like that, just like what you're talking about. Right. What I take, what I take from it, though. What I take. So, what's from your big was, take? Yeah. My big take um, was using available space. Um, the, in the oddest shapes yeah yes. you were talking about the oddest shapes i mean okay so we we put structures in a row in a town one 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 there's a, a building a building a building maybe an alleyway in between a building blah 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 and you get down on the other side there's a building a billion and then well, across from it and then you get to a corner that has a turn well <laughs> okay how, what do you put there because now you just got this big empty spot there because the the terrain is funny shaped so you know what he would do is he would cut there were buildings that were cut that were round there was a it was like a half moon building i saw it was like it was like shaped like a half a pie and he stuck it down in there and then, right and it was there was triangular buildings and 
buildings that had like one short wall, one wider wall, and then you know the long walls on each side. You know, it fit fitting structure buildings into these empty spots, uh, so that it doesn't look like a big empty wasteland of a turn when you get to it. It, it was cool, um, but I take that, and I also take the fact that he used buildings relief in, in, in the back to make the to make the wall so it wasn't all just stone wall going up to make the next level up right it was buildings making the next level up or foundation you know? of a building or foundations and the foundations on foundations on so many buildings it was it was awesome to see somebody actually putting foundations on buildings um we've talked about that in the past too but my takeaway is that i for me I want it. I, I want it to be. Um, I want my space to be better used uh, to draw more detail out, rather than wasting it uh, with nothing there at all but some grass. And the other thing I saw, we all love static grass. We put it on ours. We love the how it looks. It's awesome. I will tell you, there's not a there's not a stinking blade of static grass on this layout. And you will never even care. It is ground foam stuff, uh, you know, kind of like woodland scenic the things. The only static that grass works. that exists on that layout is little tufts of grass. Yes. They're, they're, pre-made. You know, they're all pre-made. Yeah, they're just tufts of grass. He, he probably made them out of – he made, probably made them himself. He didn't make them out of static grass. So, yeah. The, so, uh, the other thing that was striking that you told me later was when you asked him about his people – Mm-hmm. And you were like, "How do you paint all these people?" Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I just bought them." Like, yeah, that is he buys so, them already painted. He's like, "Why waste my time painting people?" Yeah, um, and it makes so much sense now that we have six hundred people to paint. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many people did he say he had on the layout? I don't remember, but I remember you telling me he had. How many vehicles did you there say? Were thousands. He had? There were thousands of people, huh? How many vehicles did you say he had? I thought he said eighteen hundred people. That's what I. That's what I remember you telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's just absolutely nuts. You know? So, you know, obviously Dan didn't make all those, but yes. He what, made, he's, Dan, he's made a lot recently. Dan, what are you doing? You didn't paint all 1,800 vehicles? <laughs> you got to step up your game. Yeah. Just but, kidding. Um, but anyways, so that was your takeaway. And that answers Dave's question, um, yeah. which was probably an incredibly important question yeah. because i feel like we all had takeaways of our own while viewing sure. that layout. everybody everybody there did jason is even talking about making his own layout right now i know he called he called me last night on the phone <laughs> and said todd i'm gonna make a layout he said i think i'm gonna make a layout i was like i knew it i could see it on your face i could see it on your face i i stood there and looked over across at him while he was staring at he kept staring at one knew. spot and i could just see it on his face and he is gonna build uh, he's gonna restart a layout because he tore it all down he tore his other one down so uh, yeah, look forward to that, people. Which is uh, gonna be Jason Jensen layout. Wow, it's gonna be awesome. So, so yeah, um, the next one we have is from Jake Johnson. Uh, what new ideas and techniques did you observe that you liked and learned from that you would like to try? Sidewalks is mine. Okay, uh, the sidewalks going uphill. Yes. Yeah. Also, I would like to learn. I would. Well, it really isn't learning, and it's just doing. My next thing that I think I would like to do is, as we develop our street scenes, would be to uh, add like street, street junk, city junk, 
like yeah. newspapers and uh-huh. little dirt clods in the corners of the sidewalk and the curb and yep. just like litter litter just litter. litter yeah so that's my big that's my other takeaway yeah i mean what what technique thing i mean um definitely i kind of we're getting to the point where I'm repeating the same stuff over and over again. Well, it's got to be something else you saw that you want to wrap, you know, you want to try and do. I, I do. I, I don't want to get into the thing where I'm copying stuff from George. I mean, you can't do that anyways. There's no possible way. No, but you'll um, never be George. No, no, exactly. So, but I, I don't want to be like, oh, I saw it on the Franklin South Manchester, so I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, we are going to do that. And everybody looks at it is doing the same thing. But, um, I want to I think um, our tr- our ballast on our track I want to make it like he did um, I thought it was wonderful he told me how well it, it's called highball is the people that made the ballast I don't even know if it exists anymore or not um, but he is very fine scale ballast and uh, the way the way it was put in is very um it was meticulously done. It looks very, very yes. fine, yes. very small, very neatly done, um, but still weathered. He weathered the ballast a little bit, and uh, you know, it's, but it's not, it's not big, giant, chunky rocks and stuff all over the place. This is just, it's, it's like perfectly. I've never seen ballast so perfectly laid. Let's just put it that way. Um, but I, the the work the work along the track where the where the weeds are and the, you know it wasn't just that. Long, there was there was scrap lumber along the track, um, trash, you know, all kinds of stuff that he put in. I want to do that kind of detailing along my track. I want to get uh, well done um, ballasting done on my track, which we haven't done yet. So um, yeah, that's that's one of the takeaways there I got okay. technique technique wise. Yeah. What did you learn about George? This is also from Jake. What did you learn about George's scenic techniques and materials in his forest? Um, hmm. I didn't well, really... Uh, I didn't think there was any really definable types of trees. They were just a generalized, but they were just well-colored. Right, the coloring well was Well-shaped, yeah. The thing that I learned about it is that I wish we had... <laughs> I wish we had an area for a forest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't. And the one thing I did take away from that, which was near it, was that farm scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you could count this as the forest. This just might be a continuation of another question. But the farm scene will fit a structure or two that we have. Um, and I think we can work it into the layout on the far end that's yeah. near my workbench. So yeah, I, I think so. Near the near the forest scene that Jake's talking about is a little farm in a corner, and right. uh, and I we've been you and I have a structure or two. Um, one one is Chuck's meats, and the other one is a barn that you have. And I I have one or two that I could probably wedge in there too. Yeah, that yeah. are a little bit too rural looking for a city. Right. So yeah. seeing that allowed me to realize like okay, well we can probably down low on that end near my workbench work in a rural scene like a farm scene right right so. but as far as his trees go his trees were beautiful yeah um they were well done i mean um 
uh, he had a very, he had, the key is, and, and I, this is why I take away from his, that forest is, he had many different kinds of trees. Different foliage, different colors. Yes, and all mixed together. So just like a real forest would be, you know, especially in the east here. And, um, you know, you would see all different types of, of, you know, different types of trees all mixed together and give it that look. Hey. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but. Um, all right, next one. Any unexpected surprises from Franklin South Manchester? For instance, a technique, material, or modeling philosophy of George's. Um, I was surprised of the sheer number of people and vehicles. To be honest, mm-hmm. I knew there were going to be a lot. Um, I don't think I was ready for the number of people and vehicles that he added to his right. layout that really bring the city alive. And I, yeah. I knew there were going to be a lot, but I, I just wasn't prepared for it. Uh, that was my big surprise. Just the sheer busyness of how many vehicles and people there were. And also, uh, my only other one was the the size of the I, I am board building yeah. or I am boring building. Yeah. Um, that one was, I knew it was going to be big. I'm sure you felt the same way, did you? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was big in the pictures, but it's bigger in real life. So well, those were my two big surprises. Surprises. Um, that was Dan Pugach's question, by the way. Okay. Well, we saw the, um, you know, we have a harbor on ours, right? And I, we, we, it's busy. Our harbor's busy down there, you know, but it's not detailed yet. It's just buildings and boats. Okay. What I saw down in his was detailed. Um, yes. Steps, stairs, loading platforms along the wall. Little, little tiny um, wood, like rickety shack boats yes. and stuff. Like just uh, people right. swimming. Yes. Um, the water was very similar, I believe, than what what we've done to ours. It was pretty and, close. Um, yes, I, I agree. I think and, he might uh, have used a resin, but it looks the yeah, same. Yeah, it looks relatively the same. But it, it was... Um, but it looks you know, better because it's George's water. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> so, but, you know, the boats, I mean, the, the, boats, the boats were good. I mean, our boats are pretty good, too. But it's, you know, they, they, they weren't just boats there. Okay. There were people working on the boats. There were people unloading stuff off the boats. There was people working on the outs on the other side of the boats on the land, helping the helping the people that were unloading the boats. It, there was every detail. There was a crane working off that boat. Okay. I, the this is this is something that I took notice of that I want to um, emulate. Emulate, but it, it surprised me because I did not expect his harbor to look that busy down inside it. Right. You know? I think so, yeah. the the key with the harbor, we need to take I've a hold a lot of. of harbors and, and, and they're a lot like ours, not not like his. We and need I want to make our harbor safe. busy. Yeah. Yeah. His harbor was busy. Well, his whole layout's busy. But yeah. I wanna I wanna make our harbor a busy Active. focal point. Yeah. So Yeah. So um, Okay. Yeah, so that was the one. The next yeah, oh shoot, I lost that page. Hang on. I am so sorry. Bad podcast. Bad podcast. All right. Next one. From Pat McCarthy. What benchwork strategy does George use that is different from what all the rest of us do? How about lighting? Um, to be honest, Pat, 
I did not look at the bench work. I was too busy working, uh, too busy making sure I looked at every single detail above the bench that I could. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't look at bench work either. I do know he had a skirting, a, a cloth skirting around the bottom of I it. I didn't even bother to look underneath it. It's all black cloth skirting, uh, and um, I, I didn't really look under it because I didn't, I'd have felt weird. Um, oh, no, I didn't even think about it, to be honest. <laughs> to, in reality, when I was there, I was so right. consumed with making sure I, like, soaked in every detail that I could right. that I didn't even think about looking underneath. I didn't even, it right. didn't even cross my mind. It was like... And he had fluorescent lighting. The, the lighting, though, he had two yeah. types of lighting. So he yeah. had the incandescent kind of spot track lighting. Yes. In, I'm sure you saw that um, in sure. a couple places, like the old, just an incandescent mm -hmm. bulb and a white right, hood. Right. Um, yeah. He had that strung throughout. Uh, right. and, and it, then, couldn't be, it couldn't have been more perfect. But, it, but yeah. also, it couldn't have been more simple. Yes. It couldn't have been more perfect as far as the... What in the world are you doing? That was that was that was the perfect sound. I, whatever. I'm turning my volume. How many down. times do I got to tell you? We're 81 episodes in, and I still can't get across to you. You got to turn your phone off. <laughs> I got it off. <laughs> oh, so anyhow, anyways, <laughs> someday yeah, we'll. It's fluorescent lights, fluorescent tube lights. It's just fluorescent and then, tube lights, and, and it's incandescent. Really, uh, really simple, really simple directional lighting. Um, yeah. Not nothing overcomplicated. It is, and a, and a and a valance that's made of the same material as his as his skirting, which is a like a cloth, a, yeah. a cloth valance that he has above your head. Everything, head everything as far as skirting and um, yeah, uh, lighting was right. super simple. It was yes. more simple than you would expect it. Benchwork, I can't speak for it. I know Dan and yeah. Dave. Well, Dave said he can't comment because he said uh, he was so busy working on it but he saw a lot of old school fluorescent tube lighting like we did um and dan said he saw l brackets holding the bench work legs to the floor but other yeah. than that i was so busy just trying to soak in the rest of the layout that i couldn't even i didn't even right. think about looking at the bench work yeah i uh, mean neither i was just all about the layout so something I mean, the, something's, the tell, something's telling me though it's um exactly Not complicated yeah it's exactly like the rest of it where it's just super simple and yep. more simple than you would expect so i maybe i'm right. wrong but something's telling me it's it's really simple stuff right. um just from meeting him and seeing everything else. And not, not saying it, he's simple in any way no I'm just but, saying no but just from yeah. just from seeing how like we we always tend to overthink lighting and we always tend to right. overthink all these little things right and george and his layout when you see it and you meet him and you talk to him it's all just back to the basics he does just the basic things um and it kind of makes you think about like oh man i buy all this expensive material and i buy all these expensive weathering agents and i buy all this and that right. and i gotta have the latest this and i gotta oh look who came out with this new right. weathering thing and yep. when you think about it and you take a step back a lot of these accomplished modelers that are older and we look up to mm -hmm. all of us do they didn't have any of that oh, so you, old school it makes you think like well can i get away with just going to the craft store or, or and, and buying some cheap things and making it yeah you totally can get away with that yeah because they all have done it and it may that's another takeaway from this weekend is i kind of want to take a step back and think about 
you know, obviously I'm going to, I'm still going to use AK because AK stuff mm-hmm. rocks, but right. I want to kind of think about what everyone says you got to have and everyone says you need to do this and you got to buy that to do, to make this look good. And no, you really don't because these guys have been doing it for ages and yeah, he'll have a bottle of AK on his building. You, on, you on know his, what? Yeah. I want to, I want to do this one more question and I want to get into that. So hold, hold that one, put a bookmark in that. And we're going to come back to that. All right. Last question is from Greg Baker, who I don't think we've had a question from him in quite a while. So thank you, Greg. Um, Greg says, what was your favorite scene or area of the layout? Is uh, there is there anything that you saw that is going to change how you currently are doing something? Well, we've, I think we've covered the second part of that question. That, yeah. But my yeah. favorite scene of the layout, um, I think I told you about it, is something that's kind of neat because it, it's kind of a family thing. And it just yeah. stuck out to me because of the name. Um, and we already talked about it on the show. My grandfather's name... Your, uh, I already talked with you about this when we were standing there, was um, Don Knotts. So, yes, my grandfather's name used to be, well, his name was Donald Knotts, like the actor. Right. Yes. Right. Like the incredible Mr. Limpet, my grandfather's name was Don Knotts. <laughs> but on George's layout, he's got a Knotts' taxi service. And right. just because it's a family name it, and it's such a small structure to, to pop out in front of you like that. But yep. because I'm familiar with that name, that one popped out at me. And that might've been my favorite scene just because I was drawn to it from a, like a, an attachment. I don't know. Just a yeah. neat, It was a neat thing. You don't see that name quite often. It's not, right. it's not like Smith's taxi shop or something. Uh, it, it just, that, that one has just stuck with me since we left. Yeah. So that was my favorite yeah. small scene. That was pretty cool. I mean, there's a I could go through a million of them, uh, and we could yeah. waste we could waste a whole night talking about our favorite scenes. But that one has just resonated with me because it just uh, it stuck yeah, out because of the name. So what was yours? Oh man, are you kidding me? Just pick I, one. I don't pick, okay, <sighs> spin the wheel and pick one in your brain. It was a cop shootout thing on this on this layout. Was, Is it the one with the, the, the holes in the car? Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that one in the book. Yeah, well, it's it's better person. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's another one that I like too. There was What's that the one that I think it was a Jordan miniature of the ice truck. Yeah, and he turned it into the dog pound vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you, you see the dog pound? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that one too. So that yeah, that'd that be my cool. that little micro scene would be my runner up. And there was a lot of little uh, vignettes like that all over the place. And, oh my uh, god! Every every inch is a, is a vignette. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was uh, where to where I could name my favorite. I I can't. I mean, it was I, I'm lost in it right now. I mean, the swimmers in the water down below. Um, that would that's kind of cool. With the cops uh, looking above. Harbor. Yeah, with the cops looking above. And then the two cops standing out on the steam pipe out of the water. Oh, yeah. And, and the one guy's just diving into the water. Yeah. Like he got away. <laughs> like they captured him down there, and he got away, and he dove in. I thought that was cool. I mean, it, it's ingenious. I mean, every – There's every a million story. little scenes like that. But right, right. for me, that was definitely my favorite scene was the Knott's taxi service. Um, right. It just – it was kind of a – it was a neat. It was neat to see that name on there. So um, – Yep. All right, so the next thing I wanted to get into was 
And this will probably be our last thing for the night because we could go on for another day, a whole another twenty. This could be a twenty-four. We could do this for five hours. This could be a twenty-four hour episode, but yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was what we what we kind of got started talking about earlier was the simplicity of of George's techniques. Um, yeah. We got a rare sneak peek into the other side of his workshop, which is where a lot of the kit manufacturing happened and a lot of his build, uh, a lot of his building happened yeah. and there's one thing about that whole sneak peek that really or the whole whatever exclusive look in there that really struck a, a chord with me was mm-hmm. his little box of paints <laughs> that I asked him about it did you see me when we were walking yeah, out yeah yeah I said George can I can I see your paint box can you like I it said you use all the same paints we do and he goes yep that's all i use right there that's my only box that's what i got and it was like for me for me it was i mean don't get me wrong i'm sure he's got paint everywhere but yeah yeah. for me that that like was really a moment like he's no different than us i mean yeah his art his artistic brain as an artist is like yeah. We would all dream to be able to model like that, and we all do in our own yeah. way. And he, would, George, right. would even say that. George, I guarantee you, would look at anyone that's listening to this, their model, and say, "Hey, that's a good, that's cool. You're doing it. Like this yeah. is what I want to see other people do." But right. what's really, I, I get that as well. I feel that as well. But what's he just has a passion for people creating, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Right. But like I said, let me go back to that. The one thing yeah, that he really, genuinely loved hearing everybody's stories in there. Oh, totally. Yep. But the one thing that really struck a chord yep. with me was how simple his techniques were and how simple his like his paint selection was. And uh, I was happy to see that he also paints the top of his lids like I do for my paint jars because you've seen my paint rack down here. I painted all the tops of my lids so I could see not because not yeah. all not all the paints have a have a sticker on the top. So. I've right. painted the top of my lids and George did that too. So there were just little things like that, that I saw with his modeling techniques that made me like think, you know, he's really not that different from all of us as far yeah. as what we do. Um, no, he's got his little spray paint standard. I asked him, I asked him about <laughs> why, if, if his nozzles ever get oh, yeah. clogged up like mine do and then have the paint running down your hands and all that. He's shit. like, Oh yeah. And, and he goes, Oh, all the time. <laughs> and I was like, why? Well, how do you clean it out? He keep that from happening. What do you do? You know, I spray. He t- it turns it upside down. He sprays it upside down. And he wipes the top, the tip off of the yeah. Nozzle when it comes or if, out. You, or if it clogs, you put a little, you then... put a little wire or a little needle down it. Yeah, yeah. But but it's just that that would might be my one other than, other than seeing the layout as far yeah. as a the man as, himself as far as a working how we both work on models and how right. he works on models compared to we do. Mm-hmm. It's really. I mean, his artistic eye is way different than our, ours. He's got an eye for some he's stuff. Got that, own. He's got his own way. We got our own but, way. But when you think about when you when you idolize him and you and we all think about like, oh man, uh, George Selyus or even any any of the other amazing modelers, you know, you right, right, Howard Zane, any of those guys. Yeah. We think of them like these, like they're legends, and they are legends. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from them, right. but the things that right. they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's a when you see their workshops, you see George's workshop. It's yeah. no different than ours. It's no different than Doug's. It's the no. same thing. We all do the same yeah. thing. So for me, that was like a really humbling moment. Like we're not that much different. 
than no, everybody's, any of these everybody's guys. like that, you know? So we're all messy. We all have yeah. piles of stuff laying around and, yeah. and paper everywhere and whatever. So And we make mistakes. We throw stuff away. Yeah, and, yeah. we got like we got like junk sitting around it. Remember, there was a there was a building on a shelf in that in that workshop. Dad, remember he was saying he was experimenting with a burnout building. Yeah. Well, he's got a he's got mess ups that he doesn't like, yeah, and he puts them, he on, the like them. And, he on the shelf. And yeah. and and it's just cool to see the other side of it because you only think of these people as like, yeah. you know, oh they're like oh they're they're flawless in their modeling. Right. Well, they are. They have flaws, and we have flaws. And that yeah. was, if I could say that was my one. That was the top takeaway of the weekend was everyone is the same as far as how we work in the hobby. We all have things we don't like about our own work. I'm sure George has a million things on that layout where he would say, oh, yeah, well, I'm not. The same passions. We all have the same passion. So that was really humbling. And I and I enjoyed that quite a bit. I'll tell you, and what you know was what else? For me. And I'm I'm, I'm gonna right. let you I'm gonna let you say this in one second. I'm sorry. The other thing that was really cool about it was also being around a dozen or more, or 28, however many people Thanks. were there you that day. Something. What's that? You just stole what I was gonna say, but go ahead. Oh no, then you can finish it. I'll let you finish <laughs> it because we're gonna agree on this. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I was at the Franklin South Manchester. Yes, it was amazing. We just, just spent an hour and a half talking about it. <laughs> yes, I got to meet the legendary George Selyus, but I got to share it with some awesome people. With not two just, dozen other amazing people. People, not just modelers, people. Okay, you know, these were good-hearted welcoming people everybody admires each other we all laughed we all laughed together we were all talking each about humor. each other yeah. we were all talking about like what we were working on and hey yeah. you know i saw you were working on that thing we were doing this yeah. and, and and we're pointing stuff out to each other like hey this would be great for you to do this or this would be great yeah. for your layout or hey you check that this. check out that thing like yeah. look at that little thing that we could all do yeah. and we were sharing ideas and yeah. we were I'm kind of there with colla- like, we were kind of collaborating yeah, and um, you know, yes, it was, it was Dave Cruzwick and Jason Jensen and Hal Reynolds and Dan um, Raymond and you know these are the, and all these people well, that we, were we had Brad and we had yeah and uh, Bobby and, Brad and, and all these guys Bobby is too and and Sue Cooey and her husband Sue and they're, they're great modelers I'm sure we're and, forgetting and I'm sure we're forgetting we are there were 28 people on that trip so right, right. I, I apologize if we forget anybody but we right. have we had. We had two dozen amazing modelers that we met that day. I I didn't know their names before. Now we met met listeners of the show that we never even knew before. So, but I got to share it with them, and and to me, that was like the that was maybe the best part was that we were all there. And what was neat too was that George was amongst us, talking with us all. He was mingling. He was mingling around with everyone. And I believe he does that. But but I think he. I think he could feel that you know he hey I'm with people that really truly love what 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 you know what we do right and what I do and uh, they do they like to do this too yeah so you know it was it was a very it, it was a very humbling really, moment was, for me because I looked in it was a couple times where I took a step back and I looked around the room like man yeah. I'm sure George gets other tours in here that maybe I don't know if they're probably not all model railroaders or yeah. all craftsman model railroaders by heart. Right, and they, I I don't know I can't judge every group that he has come through there, but I felt like there was some kind of like a 
there was a good vibe in the room. There was like some, there was some cohesion between all the people oh, in that yeah. room that like we could have talked everyone. We talked with everyone in there and there was, a, there were moments where I was like just talking about a, a simple little scene with somebody else. And, yeah. you know, I, I felt like as if we'd been talking about this for years with them and we just, everyone in the room connected with each other. George was connecting with everybody. It was just a really cool afternoon everyone was sharing ideas we were all kind of sharing what we were taking away from the layout um let alone the layout we were also talking about things that we've seen each other working on in the past um that we've all commented on each other's facebook posts or posts in the forums about your models but now we're in front of you and we were all in front of each other just like hey like that model you did or you were working on this right now and Mm -hmm. like uh um just different things. Hey, I, I saw you're working on that right now. I was working on that a couple of years ago and uh, you know, the I was doing this and you should avoid that with that kid or this or that or here's some problems I ran into with this. It was just it was a, it was an awesome moment as far as not just seeing a Franklin South Manchester, but the whole weekend connecting with our connecting with people that listen to our show and not from a not from a standpoint of we make the show you guys listen, but connecting in a way that was like but we share these ideas every week and they're not always our ideas a lot of them it's like through our patreon questions are ideas from you guys that are listening and now we're here talking and now we're here talking i know but that's what i'm getting to we we always share these things on these topics and these questions from you guys and now we're in front of you sitting around a table at a restaurant and we're at a bar and we're all sharing the ideas together in front of each other it was it was amazing so yeah um so I advise everybody out there, if you got a group of friends that you meet online uh, for modeling and stuff and you all get along and you have a good time talking to each other and such, you know, plan something and go out and go do something. Go see a layout somewhere. All layouts are all over the world, all over the world. And there's some and, and there's some other famous layouts. Yeah, that aren't Franklin, that aren't Franklin South Manchester that right. you can also get go together see. with those people get together with your friends when you got the Ooh, chance we have other questions you know make it happen yeah got more questions okay I um, I went I, I went over to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs and we also have questions from if they ever freaking load holy moly uh, we have questions from our patrons who aren't on Facebook. Holy shit. How many we got? Go ahead. Um, hang on. Don't, don't. Hang on a second. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Can you continue talking? Continue talking? Yeah. Okay. Fill the time. Well, like I said, Do get, a little everybody jig. Get, to, get everybody. Shut up and let me talk for a <laughs> But, but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Getting you together with your friends, and no matter who they are, you know, in the model railroading world, if you feel good talking to them, you know, online or in Facebook or whatever, and you want to get them all together and, and do it, I advise you to do it because we had an awesome time. Everybody, you know, met at the hotel, had fun. You know, we sat in the lobby at the hotel after we were done with dinner. We got back to the hotel and just sat around there. And uh, yeah, everybody grabbed their favorite beverage and sat out there and just talked. And, and uh, you know, it was it was just really great because it was all model railroad talk. And um, 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, we saw the layout together, but you could do these things together yourself, too. Whether it's not a layout or maybe you go to, um, like, Strasburg Railroad or something like that, and you know, where they have a railroad museum or, you know, get everybody together and do these kind of things because this is how the community grows with each other. Um, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready when you are. Jesus, go. So, <laughs> so not to be... Uh, thrown here at the end but we have two other questions from our patrons not on facebook one was from jim donovan or james donovan and the other one was from george Nagel. oh yeah we forgot james donovan a couple times he was there and uh oh, we talked to him we, we said about how he was at the beginning oh yeah yeah true and, so um, but anyways um james who we were awesome it was it was awesome to meet you finally in person um, and your wife and your wife yep. as well and hopefully you guys had safe travels to and from but James right. is asking, what other layouts rival Franklin South Manchester? <laughs> and what can be viewed as a group maybe next year or another year? Um, mm. This year was tremendous. So I don't really know. I mean, I'd love to see Howard Zane's layout. Um, but I know there's other I, I know there's other layouts that exist that are just as famous uh, to see. But but I I don't know I, I'm drawing a blank on that one. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I, I mean I'll admit that other than maybe a, a handful of other layouts, I don't really know of any that are on that. Jim Elser, I believe Jim Elser has one. I don't know what what that's about. Um, I've heard about that. Oh, um, well, of course I'd that. love I'd love to see Rod Stewart's layout. If huh, yeah, Rod Stewart. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're yeah, listening man. to our our Piddly podcast, uh, I would love to see your layout sometime. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that would be that would be completely awesome. That would complete the whole George Selyus <laughs> thing. He was, uh, you know, they, they worked together on that and they're if, friends. So if we could but, see, if we could just, if we could just see um, Rod Stewart's layout, um, yeah, I would quit everything in my. I would quit everything. Well, I, I said that uh, I said that once I saw George's no, but now quit. it just makes you want to do more I know George is just inspired so I do more. like the second part of James questions or yes. James question and um, what can be visited as a group next year uh, I don't know well, the, I don't know the time frame of doing such a thing but it would be really cool between our listeners and our patrons to kind of organize a maybe another event like that where yeah. we can get, you know, a dozen or so people together and go visit a thing, a model railroad yeah. somewhere, yeah. and just kind of spend the weekend around, pound around, and, and viewing something. It might be a year or 18 months down the road that we can plan something like that, but that's, and it might not even be a, a layout. It might be that we all meet up at a show or whatever yeah. it is. It'd be kind of cool. This was, aside from seeing George's layout, which was magical, it was an amazing moment. And aside from going to Doug's and seeing how uh, he works with all of his models with FOS scale models, mm-hmm. um, the the other awesome thing about this weekend was meeting all of you guys and hanging out for the weekend with you. So um, I would totally be up for another meetup sometime. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know the time frame of it because I can't 
commit on a podcast right here to a date and time. Um, right. And doing a show is going to be tougher and tougher for us because we'll probably be attending shows as HSCO Customs, but but, well, uh, yeah, doesn't but mean we can't all get together. But if we're going to be at a show and we're going to be there for the day, it doesn't mean yeah. in the evening yeah. we can't meet up. Um, oh, that's right. Exactly. So uh, I'm up for I'm up for your ideas. Uh, I thought today was I thought this weekend was a really cool thing and. Um, I would totally be up for more of that in the future. It's right. just we have to work it out with our families, and we have fa we have other family obligations, obviously, um, that we need to work. So today, sure. Yeah, everyone does. So maybe we start to plan the next one whenever that is. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, I like that. There's always Lancaster, the Lancaster, PA, where they had the uh, the Strasburg, um, the Strasburg Railroad. They had the um, the Railroad Museum, uh, which is humongous, the Pennsylvania. River Museum, I it's guess. It's really that is cool, it. too. Yeah. yeah. And, but not, uh, and not just that. There's other shows we could go to. Um, right. There's, right, there's sure. other things that we can logistically make it to. Um, right. So yeah. we, we can always talk about that going down the road. Sure. Um, but, yeah. So. And there is a Craftsman Courtyard that's going to be at Timonium, Timonium in, in October. which is a monster show. We will be there. And that be, might be something we can all meet at. So that will be awesome as well. Um, we'll tell you more details about that as we get them. So, um, and the last one here is from George Nagel. Um, George says, "Have you changed? Have you ever changed your layout height? If so, have you gone lower or higher?" We have changed layout height in the harbor, and we went lower by about mm -hmm. six inches. Yeah. Um, and the whole waterfront is about six or eight inches lower than the rest of the layout. And we've gone higher by building foam, but yeah. But the I meant I'm well I'm sure so we're going by two different things so right you're talking about layout height build up from the base right so yes we have gone higher with foam build up from the base um and I what you were talking about and with what I was talking about was I've changed the layout we've changed the layout height along the length of the layout actually right. by the table height so the base the base height. Um, right. is what I was mentioning. So you were mentioning the foam. I was mentioning the actual right. base of the table. Um, right. So yes, George, we have done that. We've gone lower and higher. Um, yep. When we've gone higher, we've just added foam. And when we've gone lower, we actually sunk the table down to the height yep. that we desired. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's all blended in between, so you can't really see the exact change. Right. So. Yeah. All great questions. Um, yeah. So we pop those two in here at the end. So thank you guys for throwing those questions in on our Patreon page over at hoscalecustoms.com forward slash. Oh, I'm sorry. Patreon.com forward slash hoscalecustoms. Or you can go ahead, head on over to hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support to find the same exact uh, links. So I think that wraps up this week's episode. It was a crazy episode. Uh, we had a lot we talked about and... Uh, I just, I'm still beside myself. I'm looking at the photos we took this weekend and I cannot stop. I haven't seen yours yet. I was, I, you know, used, I put my 305 up, but. I got to put mine in that folder. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see them. So, um, we need to, I need to upload those for you. But what I keep going through is looking at all these photos and I see photos that I took and I'm still seeing more detail that I didn't even see when we were looking at the layout or when I looked at the photos the first time on the ride home. I'm still seeing way more than I thought I even saw when I was there. So right. 
it's yeah, never it's, it's never going to end, and I cannot wait for my next trip up there. Well, on the modeling side of things, I am finishing up my building here tonight, and uh, starting tomorrow evening, I will be opening a new kit, and I believe in honor of uh, FSM, I'm going to do the Baxter's Building Supply building. Oh, wow. So, okay. yep, of honor of what I just saw. So, yeah, so I think I'm going to start that tomorrow night. Sweet. Well, that's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> so <laughs> That's a beast, but yeah. I'm still working yeah. on the Sass and Vinegar Works, and I'm also yeah. working on my pickup truck, which I've now painted fire engine red. It is bright red. Um, and I also, so I wasn't happy with how the paint turned out on it, um, the initial layer of paint, but I looked up a video on how to um, polish model cars right and i have all this car polish downstairs so uh i'm gonna shine it up a little bit in areas that i want it to be a little shinier and obviously we're gonna weather the living daylights out of this thing so um look forward to some photos of this pickup truck um as well as sass and vinegar works which by the way i only have one structure done and i have like 12 hours into this or more than that i probably have yeah. 18 to 20 hours into this first structure alone so it is going to cool. be it's going to be awesome so yep. um i'm going to work on sassin as i work on some other things as well um in between other builds so cool that's that i think we're going to call this one a wrap sounds good to me awesome well i appreciate it guys thank you for listening to us rant about the franklin and south manchester layout it was a blast i cannot underestimate how awesome it was if you get a chance to go see it please do it is awesome i agree so that's it um let's call this one a wrap for the night it's a wrap for the night it's a wrap for the night have an awesome weekend everyone enjoy